True Connections is a journey within to discover that you are part of everything. Life can often feel disjointed, but you and I are actually connected to one another, to nature, to animals, and many other ways like your thoughts, intentions, dreams, even your imagination. It's my desire to bring spiritual insight to these true connections so that you can get into the flow of life, receive the things that you want without struggle, and enjoy a more constant level of happiness. I am Weston Jolly, your host. Spiritual Snipers I'd like to introduce you to somebody. For several years now, I've been acquainted with a man who works out in our gym, Frank which isn't his real name, is about the fittest 74-year-old dude you'll ever meet. I could easily get distracted in trying to describe his personal fitness to you, but I won't. Frank served all of his life as a highly decorated Navy SEAL. So if you think that you've got great abs, let me say that Frank's midsection is like solid steel. This is just the beginning. However, what I really want to share is a little bit about Frank's background. Since I don't have a military background, and there's a good chance that you don't either, let me tell you a little bit about what it takes to become a Navy SEAL. First, what in the world is a SEAL? (laughs) Well, I had to look up the term. Uh, While I've heard it mostly in movies, I've had no real reference for it until I looked it up. A SEAL is an abbreviation for sea, air, and land given to a very special elite branch of soldiers that train under the harshest of conditions. SEAL teams go through probably the toughest military training in the world. SEALs are assigned missions to develop special operations strategy, doctrine, and tactics. All SEALs must go through an intensive 24-week basic underwater demolition SEAL school and then another 28 weeks to qualify to become a SEAL. Hear this. Only 1% of all that apply to the school actually complete it. And that's not the end of training. Training can take as much as 30 months after a volunteer's first deployment. And then there's even a more elite status after someone becomes a SEAL. And that is to be asked to join the CIA's highly secretive and elite special operations group. I share all of this because Frank was pulled from the military and asked to work for the CIA. In short, Frank was also a sniper which is further distinguished as a special kind of assassin. The pay for being a SEAL is about fifty-four grand a year, of which, if you remember, passes only the top 1% who desire to join. And if you join the CIA as a SEAL, the pay ranges from about sixty dollars to $100,000 annually. Okay, I've shared all of this so that you know that these U.S. trained snipers, assassins, and killers earn less than a tax accountant. So, these individuals aren't necessarily doing it for the money. So why am I describing all of this? My point? Just as they're highly trained individuals that have spent their whole life to kill, there are also some who are spiritual snipers that are equally dedicated to inflict harm. Do I have your attention now? Good. I hope so. As I previously spoke on the topic of spiritually slumming in episode 16 of True Connections with Weston Jolly, what I'm sharing today is another whole new depth of how low you can go. As with the previous episode of spiritual slumming, I'm not interested in creating any kind of framework to support fear. 
I'm interested in uplifting your spiritual awareness. If you want to be spiritually aware, then you should also realize that there are entities that do expend energy to target and distract you from your true power. My purpose today is to offer you clarity to spiritual snipers and others who are interested in creating a separation between you and your true gifts. There is no need to be fearful, any more than I would need to be afraid of Frank at the gym. I'm not, and as such, I'd like to illuminate how to address any kind of spiritual energy that is distracting, or worse, attempting to create separation within you and or your journey. I will be very direct, but everything I'm sharing is done in love, for you not to protect yourself. Lest you misunderstand, please let me explain this. You have a natural tendency to think that you need to protect yourself. You don't. And here's why. When you protect yourself, you actually cut yourself off from source. It's kind of ingenious that someone or an entity would spend time calculating something out like this. Whenever you sense fear, your body is designed, even hardwired, to activate certain protection systems. When fear is acknowledged, your body dumps adrenaline, allowing you to run faster, act quicker, and it even sharpens your mind to instant decision-making. Further, your eyes open even wider to take in more information about the fear so that you can properly react. Your breathing instantly changes to rapid breath so that you are supplied with more oxygen to do whatever you have to do. In essence, in a fear-based state, you are pulled further into your body so it can protect you. This makes sense if it's something physical you're dealing with. But it doesn't if it's spiritual. How are you going to outrun the projections of a spiritual sniper and a spiritual bullet? You're not. It's a clever tactic to get you pulled into your body and for you to use your body's own defense system to protect you when it can't. The result? All of this keeps you busy, distracted, and disconnected. My first point in dealing with spiritual snipers is to stay open. Staying open allows you to connect to Source at its strongest level, and it will take some practice. Most people have not developed a habit to reaching further into being connected when any perception of fear arises. No matter what is happening around you, don't close yourself off. Instead, open yourself to Source. Let me show you exactly what I mean. When your body dumps adrenaline, it is done automatically. Even if you were dealing with a real physical fear, if you develop the habit of being open to source, it will give you access to much more than a sharper mind and body. When it comes to spiritual projections, and by this I'm referencing undesired spiritual energy or entities that want to inflict harm, being open is the only way. Being spiritually open provides you with a true sense of direction. Most importantly, it directs you to what is real and what isn't. Even physically, everyone knows that the vast majority of fear that the mind creates is irrational, or better stated, it will never happen. And if it does happen, it appears you are quite adept to handle it. This is also true spiritually. I'm saying that the majority of spiritual fears come from an energy that is trying to dislodge your connection. If you understand that spiritual projections in any form are meant to distract you from your actual connection, then you can simply not play. Think of it this way. Imagine playing on a football field and suddenly you realize that you don't want to play the game, so you just walk off. There might be some jeering and even an electricity to keep you engaged, but if you remember to be open, 
then you can easily just walk off. It's an easy concept to comprehend, but being open in a state of perceived danger may take some training. Remember that free will choice is everything, and because of it, nothing can take place without your permission. That is, you get to decide to engage with spiritual projections, or you can merely walk away, connected to source and empowered. My second point in dealing with spiritual snipers and or projections is to set boundaries. For example, I was helping a woman who had a father who was a predator. His physical interactions with his daughters while he was alive were the very opposite of what we would recognize as a good father. When he passed, his habit of invading his daughter's space continued even though he was no longer in his body. In helping this woman, I wanted her to realize that she had the power to create her own boundary. As a child, this woman's boundaries were often breached, and mostly without consent. To the point, she felt that she'd lost the power or the ability to create a boundary. This habit or this pattern extended into the spiritual world, with her father wanting to visit her inappropriately, spiritually, while she was sleeping. Through the power of free will, you have the everlasting choice to choose what you want, If you want a little space, you can have it without interruption. If you're thinking that creating a boundary is the same as protecting yourself, it isn't. Creating space with a boundary is creating an environment that is desired. Let me share with you a goofy example. When I go into a bathroom and close the door, there's a reason the door is closed. I want some space. It doesn't matter what I'm doing in my space as much as I'm claiming space through my free will choice. Additionally, I don't need to protect myself. I just want some bathroom space. The door, and even the room, is a designated boundary. My body is another boundary. Nobody gets to breach my space without my permission. This extends to my bedroom, my car, and even my house. Because free will choice extends beyond this dimension, I'm able to enjoy my space while being connected, but to those things that are desired and that which is in the light. So think of a boundary not as a barrier, but a space in which you are connected to energies that uplift you. An additional example of a boundary, you know you are safe in your space at all times. This means that nobody gets to mess with you. Therefore, a spiritual sniper with a specific objective and strategy can't take a shot at you when you've employed a natural boundary. Think of a natural boundary where you'd see the shore next to a lake. There's a distinction. Yet, in this example where the land meets the water, there's no fear as much as there's an understanding. This is how spiritual snipers and energies that may be vile can't cross a well-defined border. This is how anyone can be next to someone or even an undesired entity without fear. The third point is focused intention. Holding focused intention is concentrating on exactly what it is that you want to create. If you do this really well, you'll completely lose track of anything other than what you're creating. I'm going to offer you a very simple analogy. In basketball, when a foul has occurred, there's been an invasion of space. Usually, it's aggressive behavior, and this is why it's labeled a foul. A boundary has been crossed, and a whistle is blown, and the party who created the foul is identified. As an advantage, the foul player is allowed a free throw shot or two. During a free throw, both teams are lined up equal distance from each other to create extra space. 
where there's absolutely no interference while the fouled player gets an opportunity to make the shot. All of this extra space doesn't mean a thing if the foul player shooting the free throw doesn't stay focused on the goal. In basketball, the goal is to score points. In life, the goal is whatever you create it to be. In your connection to source, you can apply your focused energy. This is the final key. This focused attention is how the ball goes into the hoop. It is important not to go into any state of defensiveness. Any defensive energy and the behavior that follows it reroutes whatever energy you'd normally want to use to take yourself forward towards your goals. Focusing your energy allows you to create what you want regardless of someone or again an entity that is taking a pot shot at you. The more focus that you develop, the more energy that is concentrated for your desire. I'm going to give you another example. Anyone meditating can practice sitting in a perfectly quiet place with no interference. (laughs) This is exactly like taking a free throw shot. Certainly, I'm not dismissing this kind of practice. I'm actually advocating it. However, if a spiritual sniper shows up, physically or spiritually, remember your practice and stay exceedingly focused on your true spiritual connection. Ultimately, you'll find it really hard to be derailed. As you focus, you won't want to be bothered. If there continues to be a persistent disruption, walk off the football field not choosing to engage in any type of energetic game of this kind. I'm keenly aware of what Frank from my gym has done. Frank has confided in me some of the details of his life as a SEAL, working in the CIA in black ops as a sniper, and... I'm not scared. Seeing and talking to Frank while exercising doesn't bother me. In fact, I was quite curious how he might react when he learned what I spend all of my time doing. When he did ask, and I told him I channel, speak, and write, he was completely stunned. I'm pretty sure that he had me pegged to be in finance or business of some kind. He was actually speechless when I told him, but he did manage to say, I've always known that there's something special about you and every member of your family, but I've never known exactly what. I think I know now. In one sense, it was funny for any recognition to be given to me or any member of my family when I wasn't doing anything. Well, I guess I am. And this is the point of my sharing all of this with you. As you exhibit yourself in strength, you will also create a spiritual understanding in spite of the differences. This is true physically as it is spiritually. In conclusion, if you ever come across spiritual snipers and or any energy that is objectionable, be open. 1. Open to source and don't allow your body to be fooled into reacting to something that it can't physically address. 2. Create a boundary, or as we described, a space that reflects what you want to create. Thirdly, be focused on what you are creating. Don't be distracted by anything that is outside of your divine connection. For us to make true connections, we have to engage. I really want to hear your comments, so please leave a review at westonjolly.com forward slash review or go to iTunes and give me your thoughts there. This helps our connection and it's a tremendous help to others too. Everything we do is designed to offer you a deeper spiritual connection within. 
You can also make a personal appointment with me, Weston Jolly, right now by going to westonjolly.com. Also, check out my current events, books, and other products. Also, my free newsletter. Thank you for joining me, Weston Jolly, for my podcast, True Connections.